Hi, this is Brian Frederick, principal with AWH, and you are listening to Mid-Market Growth, a podcast about growing mid-market companies. Hi, everybody. This is Ryan, back with an episode of Mid-Market Growth Podcast. I've got Lori and Alicia from MA Design, not architecture, not, not architecture any longer, MA Design. And that's what we're going to unpack is... Um, why do a rebrand, when to do it, how to do it, and all the things associated to a rebrand. Lori, Alicia, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ryan. Happy to be here. Yes, we are so excited. Thank you. So Lori's managing partner, Grand Poobah, over at MA Design. Alicia is uh, a designer, right? Yeah, um, I'm the director of experiential design here at MA Design. So what does that mean? inside of a, of a architectural design firm, what does it mean to be in charge of experiential design? Yeah, so experiential design at MA Design concentrate on working with all of the sectors within our firm. So everything from healthcare, higher ed, workplace, um, commercial, mixed use. We are fortunate to be involved in all of those sectors um, and either visually create storytelling moments in those sectors or um, we've been working through brand identity and um, with some of our clients as well. So my role is to make sure our team is on board, uh, filling that gap between our team and maybe the architects as we're collaborating and just making sure that the client's expectations are being met. So we just talked about questions that were unscripted and unplanned. Um, so I threw one at you already because I didn't because I wanted to give you a chance to talk about what it meant for experiential design at the firm. I'm going to throw another one at you because we're going to talk about the firm's rebrand. What's it like to work for Lori? Is is she like <laughs> is 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 she like impossible to 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 work with? That's what I've heard. That's that's the word on the street. <laughs> oh gosh, where do I start? Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, it How is long do we amazing. Have, right? Um, yeah, right. It is amazing. Um, what I love about her approach, as well as the other principals at our firm, are um, the outward openness of ideas and contributions to any idea, even if it's out there. They're always willing to listen, and Delori is one of those. And um, I appreciate those um, open-minded attributes to all of the projects, especially whenever we start. Okay. Wow, well, Ryan. Well played. Lori, wow. Did, did you think that <laughs> seemed like a reasonably good answer? Yes, I feel good about it. <laughs> okay. Now I'm we'll, going to we'll, come to your office. <laughs> well, I'm not at the office, so, right. Good luck finding me at my cabin in the woods. Um, but you can, oh, you can, you can get me, you can get me at the next Visage meeting. How's that? I will. <laughs> All right, let's dig in and start unpacking rebranding. And let's start, I guess, at the beginning. Um, why do it? Was this part of some strategic shift? Was this, was this, it just felt right? Was this competitive pressure? All of the above? Why, why, why do it? Why, 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 why take on the task of going through a rebrand, which we're going to talk about is no easy task, right, for, for a firm the size of, of uh, MAs. Right. Well, it actually grew out of our partner retreat that we do yearly. And this was two years ago where we were strategic planning for the next three, five, and 10 years. 
and we looked at aspirational national firms that we wanted to be like, like when we grew up. So um, we noticed that the word architects was not in any of their names. They offered the wide variety of services that we offer, plus some that we may aspire to. But um, we felt that the word architects limited our other services like XD, experiential design, like sustainability, um, uh, productions, and futurism. So we felt that MA Design was a good umbrella to um, cover the breadth of our services, allow for adding services that kind of play into our approach of holistic design, looking at a project, not just the building, but the interiors, the experiential design, the branding, um, all of that stuff, the sustainability, looking at it all holistically. So um, it started two years ago, and then we, we uh, it just took that much time to do the planning and, and the work. Was there a, a conversation as part of that, that uh, leadership retreat where it became clear that you were going to rebrand, or was it still sort of on the table coming out of that of, does this make sense? Is this a good idea? Do we have the time and energy for this? Or was there was there a clear consensus coming out of that? Yep, we're going to do it. And it's just a matter of how we're going to do it now. There was clear consensus that we were going to do it. But I'll let Alicia talk about um, why. Because it generally every 10 years or so, you should update your brand. But I'll let her tell why. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's good to assess your brand, your identity, who you are as a company every so often. And we were coming up on the 10 year mark since we had rebranded from MA or from Meacham and Naple Architects to MA Architects. So we wanted to start looking into how we were already evolving without the rebrand, how our presentations had been evolving, how we were speaking to clients had been evolving, and then also our additional services that we've um, brought on over the last 10 years that would be under the holistic design umbrella, not just architects. And so we realized that we were starting to establish a new voice and uh, values and things like that based on all of those things. So we thought um, it would be best if we looked and reflected on that and decided it is the right time to rebrand and um, who we are talking to as well as the type of work that we're doing and um, making sure that it would align with the, the present and future clients and work that we are working through. So Alicia, that sounds like there was already a little bit of momentum, a little bit of change happening from the, the prior M&A architecture, brand and identity um, to MA Design before MA Design was official and before the rebrand even became official. It sounds like there might have been some shifting sands already just reacting to the market and reacting to what, what clients needed. Is that a fair statement and assessment? Yes, absolutely. And that's what really ignited and gave us all of the reasons we needed to go ahead and make that change. Now, Making a change like this and a rebrand for an established firm uh, is can be a risk, right? You've you've got 
identity in the market. You've got clients that know you by a particular, um, you know, brand and reputation. How, how how much time? How much consideration did you give to the risk of going through a rebrand and what some of the downsides and what some of the negatives might be coming out of of a, a transition from MA Architects to MA Design? We really made sure that there was a reason for every single design or identity or logo mark or mission statement that we were coming up with to make sure that it was still MA architects, but now MA design at the core. We want people to know that we are still who we are. We just have evolved into being much more than what you might know or think of us as. And, um, you know, we did a lot of comparable and competitive research to come up with some of those reasons as well. So we felt comfortable moving into the whole design development of the new identity. Um, and then one thing that we wanted to make sure was that it wasn't too far um, away from our existing logo mark that we wouldn't be up, that we wouldn't be recognizable. So we wanted to make sure that our bullet, our MA bullet was still present um, design was still after the bullet, similar to how architects was. So when you see it, you kind of associate the past with the future. We also um, mitigated the risk by having a well thought out communications and rollout plan. So there was a calendar, um, a communication plan for both internally and externally so that our clients were aware of it and our staff was aware of it. And uh, I think it went really well. How far in advance did you start sort of priming team members and and even clients that there was going to be a change coming so that it would be less of a shock to the system, both internally and externally? Uh, Internally, it was a longer um, kind of trickling of information, probably starting around six months out of of the uh, launch. And then with clients, it was really the weekend before the launch where we had uh, sent out a personalized email and then uh, some clients got gift bags telling them with, with in, you know, a write-up on why we're making this change. So it was met with a lot of positivity. They thought it made a lot of sense. So if, if, if you're a, an MA design client listening to this and you didn't get a gift bag, you can you can reach um, Lori at lorib at madesign.com to get your gift bag. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's the wrong email address, but um, oh, it is. I thought it was yeah, Lori B at MA Design. Lori B at designwithma.com. Design with MA. Okay. There's a whole lot that. Yeah. See, yes. I didn't get I didn't get the branding guidelines. I didn't get the branding document. You didn't get the gift bag either. I didn't get. The, I also <laughs> not getting a gift bag, right? That's why I'm 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 trying to represent for my my friends and colleagues who didn't get gift bags as part of the rebrand. Exactly. Uh, it's because it's because you're mean to me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so when so how long did this process take, start to finish? When you decided, hey, we're going to rebrand, and you're now you're now rebranded, right? It's on the website. You've notified clients. Some have gotten gift bags. Others have just gotten a nice email. Some of us, like me, got nothing. Right? How long did that whole thing? How long did that whole? Thing? 
Holistically, it took around 14 months. Um, and that includes like all of the comparable research and the internal conversations before we knew that we were 100% moving forward. Um, but once everything was on board, we, we came up with a plan, like Lori was saying, we created a schedule. We really, we really treated this like a, an internal project. And so once a plan was in place and we started uh, bringing other people from the firm into this as well, which was great um, to help with rolling this out, it really started rolling out relatively quickly because everyone had their own responsibilities to help make this thing come to life. Did you have a project lead and a champion around the rebrand that, that you know, tracked all the, the components of it and, and figured out when gaps got identified, oh, this is something that we didn't account for, we've got to now address it. Did you have somebody that was sort of steering the, the rebrand ship? Yeah, um, along with the partners, I would say I, I was a, a huge part in helping put together the schedule. But fortunately, we had individual leads on the individual things. So marketing had a lead, uh, IT had a lead, graphics had a lead. So there was a lot of people leading a lot of the things. But yeah, I would say collectively with the partners, uh, Zay and I kept everything. I would actually say Carrie Boyd, uh, another managing partner here, was the champion. Yes. So under her guidance with, um, now you're going to ask, why isn't she on the call instead of you? <laughs> I was not going to ask that. Oh, I'm perfectly happy with you being on this call and a part of this conversation. But um, yeah, she led, and I mean, IT was involved. There was a lot to go through it. So she kind of led the charge. Truly, she did. She was a true champion to the entire to the entirety of what MA design is. Yeah, and we were the people that helped make it happen. Were there more tentacles and components to the rebrand than you first anticipated? Or did you know that it was gonna be a pretty hefty undertaking from the beginning? Originally, we weren't sure how layered we wanted to go with the rebrand. So I guess initially we weren't really sure, but. Once other people started getting on board, I can think of, you know, Carrie and Sam Moeller, who really started thinking about the rollout. We realized that we needed to start planning for that a lot sooner than we were anticipating. So um, that was great to have more involvement from others throughout the firm early on. Did you always know that, that, or did you at least have an inkling from the beginning that, that Architects was not going to be part of the, the, the brand moving forward? And, and was that part of the goal even, was to, to have that become part of the history of the firm, but not part of the future from a branding perspective? Not at first. Um, we weren't sure where it would land, um, but it was part of the discussion. And the word architects definitely went away early on in the discussion, but we tried on lots of different names like MA Collaborative, MA RS, MA Studios, MA, you know, lots, lots of uh, different options, but MA Design just felt right. We kept coming back to design. It was so holistic to the umbrella that we were establishing um, with our additional services. Everything relates to design, um, that general term. Um, and it also opens the door for the conversation of what does design mean to us? And so um, 
we just kept coming back to design, honestly, even with all of those ideas that Lori was throwing out, we had like 20 of them maybe, I don't know, but design kept coming back to, to being the um, North Star. It, it also kind of played into another one of our um, strategic goals, which was to focus more on impactful design and projects. So it just kind of all came together. And let's give people a sense of the firm size, how many team members you have, et cetera, so that they get a little bit of depth around what the complexity of the rebrand was and, and why there were so many sort of layers to it. How, how big is, is MA? What kinds of projects and clients do you work with, et cetera? Let's give people listening a little bit of context to the, the firm's footprint, if you will. MA Design is a 125-person firm across two offices. Our headquarters is here in Columbus, and we have an office in Cincinnati with about 20 people. Um, our sectors that we work in is pretty, pretty broad. Um, it ranges from developer private work for multifamily, mixed-use developments, retail, commercial projects, to healthcare, higher ed, um, senior living, um, it's, it's, it's pretty broad, community projects. We've uh, been in business for 42 years now and um, have seen a lot of growth, um, especially in the last two years. So um, this, this rebrand came at a good time to yeah, kind of capture like that growth and momentum. Yeah, and and Lori, I know you've got you you've considered opening up additional offices, and you've you've looked at markets potentially for additional offices. How much of the rebrand is associated to potentially the firm growing both geographically and physically, in addition to you know services and wanting to focus on particular uh, and 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 to emphasize services within the scope of services that you guys offer it's definitely tied into those goals, um, especially on the services side. Uh, selling XD under the umbrella of architects doesn't have as much uh, clout as selling it under the umbrella of design, if that makes sense. Yeah, it sure does. It's, it, it's perceived, yeah. So, and same with our production studio too, you know, um, with it being more video and uh, photography, based as long as and getting into the metaverse and everything just selling it as a design holistically was is great compared to it just being under ma architects let's talk about some of the some of the surprises and some of the unknowns as you guys started to get into it what surprised you what did you discover that you hadn't previously thought about that you know were, were maybe consequential areas that, that you then had to sort of rally around and say, okay, we didn't, we didn't think of this, we didn't anticipate this, right, here we go, now we've, now we've got to sort of figure this out on the fly. Uh, what were some of those areas that were, that were surprises for you along the way? I was shocked at how quickly consensus was built on the direction. That, that was really much easier than I anticipated. And then the sheer number of things that needed to be considered and changed because we had our new logo and it's on every document, transmittal, drawing, um, template. We had new fonts, new colors, making sure the printers could print the new colors. There was a lot of little details that had to come together. 
Yeah, especially thinking about the colors specifically, just thinking about how we are presenting both, both digitally and you know, in print formats, like considering all of the colors and all of the programs that we use across the firm. Not every program uses a PMS color. Some of them require hex colors um, and some just the simple CMYK and RGB colors. So making sure that the orange and the gray and our complementary colors will work across the board was a huge feat too. It was a lot of trial and error with that, especially with the software programs and working with the printers both internally and externally. Once you started talking about it with the team, how did they react? Were, were people supportive? Did they get it? Were, were, did you have some, some laggards that were like, you know, I'm an architect, you know, I work in an architectural firm, you know, why, why am I now gonna be an architect inside of a design firm? Did you get any sort of pushback at all from, from anybody on the team of not understanding the new direction and, and why the rebrand was happening and ultimately where you landed with the rebrand? I personally did not. I haven't heard of any pushback. People are really energized by the word design being part of our name and the focus on design because that's why we all got into architecture. And um, I think we all recognize that a holistic design is far, far better and more successful than uh, siloed design work. So um, I think it actually energized everyone and the communication plan really helped with that, getting excitement, building excitement and the free swag. <laughs> oh, everybody got swag. Everybody got everybody got new new mugs and and tees and hoodies. Exactly. Not to mention the launch party, which was a blast. Everyone, it was such a great time. There was a DJ. I mean, it was it was a good time. So everybody had a lot a lot of reasons to be excited that day. So much fun. It felt like we were finally done with the pandemic and we're all together again. You know, it was it was great. Did that end up being good timing from a rebrand perspective to rebrand kind of sort of coming out of the pandemic? Did the timing line up a little bit? I think it did. It helped. And uh, during the parts of the pandemic, we had more time to focus on it because less projects. <laughs> yeah. And, and so did the rebrand mostly happen during the, the pandemic period, like through 20 into 21 is that about the right the, the right time frame and 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 did you pull it off better than maybe you otherwise would have given the fact that it happened during the pandemic and so you had a little bit more time to to focus on it do you think that that do you think that's an accurate statement maybe a lot of the consensus and the internal decision making was happening at that point i would say most of the design work happened end of last year um, beginning of this year, but because we had that time to really uncover those things that Lori were talking about with the principals and the leadership here um, during the pandemic, and maybe just a little bit before the pandemic, we knew that it was something that we wanted to do. So it was easy to make time for it. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, where did you guys seek inspiration? You talked a little bit about some of the national firms and where they were headed in their positioning. Did you seek inspiration from from others and non-competitors and even even firms outside of, of your industry? Yeah, we did. We, um, we looked at 10 or so 
um, comparable firms and really assessed uh, maybe how what they are doing might relate to us or not relate to us, uh, really figure out and focus on our differentiators from them and start to capitalize how we talk about ourselves, how we showcase ourselves based on some of those differentiators. And we looked at everything from their logo mark, what is working, how, how their voice is, the colors that they were using, their how they were showcasing their projects. And um, we took that all into consideration when we were thinking about how we want to be represented as a company. Alicia, how much of your work and focus did the rebrand come become during the, the rebrand period? It, uh, I'm assuming it became, you know, a pretty, a pr- pretty central part of your work, right? Yes, it really did. Um, and it was great because because we were working with so many various studios within our firm and people with various expertise, it was great to get their feedback, um, especially throughout the brand evolution and identity. Um, And really, as we start to work on this with more and more of our um, clients, it was insightful to have that, you know, communication internally and get honest feedback um, throughout the design process. So, um, it did consume a lot of our time, but I feel like there were a lot of really great insights that came from it. And uh, we had planned for that time too. So it was mostly positive, yeah. Awesome. What advice would you guys give to other firms who are thinking about going through a brand evolution and, and rebranding? Is is there you know a, a short punch list of things that you would say, make sure you do this, this, and this, and make sure that you avoid these mistakes and these missteps? I would say tying it to your strategic goals and plans for the next 10 years is is really important. Um, Also to make the leap and do it because I think it's important to make time to refresh your brand. Yep, well said. So it's probably too soon to pass judgment. Are you happy? Are you are you at a place where you you feel like it was a good decision and, and it's gone relatively well and been well relatively well received? I'm really happy and it has been really well received um, internally and externally. So I, I love our new logo mark. I love how the plus kind of migrated to the edge and it sets up um, for, for um, all of our services. So you have MA plus architecture, MA plus interior design, MA plus XD, MA plus productions. It, it, it's pretty genius and it our new website's really cool too. You should check it out. And Ryan, from an external standpoint, um, it reduces the confusion on how to say our name. Previously it was it looked like M plus A Architects or MNA Architects, and it was pronounced just MA Architects. So that was one of the indicators too that we wanted to make a change to the look and um, reduce the the confusion on how to pronounce our name. So it's more um, visually, it's easy to see how to pronounce our name now with MA design. Yeah, the MA was always a little confusing, right? Of, of And I think moving the plus and getting the M and A, you know, physically next to each other so that you just logically and intuitively want to say MA, I think that was, was brilliant. And Alicia, if, if you deserve the credit for that, well done. That- Honestly, a lot of this was so collaborative um, throughout, through conversations, through wants and don't wants, needs and wants throughout this whole project, like uh, we were talking about with the partners. 
that was one of the biggest things. So we knew that we wanted to make that change. It was just, what, what does that look like? Also, the uh, M&A kind of refers to mergers and acquisitions. So we were running into that as well with um, searching on Google, things like that. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that, but that's abs- that's absolutely true, right? There, M and A is a whole industry in and of itself, right? That it, that is is that has little to nothing to do with architecture design, right? Of of, of spaces. So, um, yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah, and I thought of another piece of advice: um, make sure that you can get your domains uh, on your website before you go too far in design. We were lucky. We were lucky because earlier we were talking about the email address and we knew that we wanted to talk about our collaborative uh, nature at MA Design. So we decided that our website and our um, email addresses would be Design with MA because it is truly collaborative, whether it's a partner from a vendor perspective or a developer perspective or even just with a client, you know we're all rolling up our sleeves together to work on uh, these projects. So we wanted to make sure it encompassed that. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. And, it, and it's action oriented, right? Because it's it's now when somebody's yes. going to your website or someone's emailing you, it implies you know them taking action of designing with you, which I think is is brilliant. Yeah, thank you. It's It's been, been very well received externally in conversations that I've had personally and that I've heard and internally um, to Lori's point of the communication, Sam and Carrie can't even, you know, they, they came on knowing that we needed to communicate this internally as soon as possible. So we set up that plan and we also created a vision day that Friday before that weekend launch. And that vision day was an entire day. We set it up like school, you had periods to go through to learn about specific details about the brand, presentations, how to talk about ourselves, um, things like that, which I think was a huge opportunity for us. And I would say a piece of advice um, if we were to give some to folks that were thinking about doing it, because not only is our brand speaking for ourselves, but all of our talent all of our employees and teammates are speaking to our brand the exact same way. Um, so I think that was a huge help too, to um, alleviate any confusion externally and to make sure that we are all on the same page. On that vision day and, and at other moments, did team members raise any concerns or any points of, of clarification that you, you then did a little bit of recalibration around? It was mainly little things that they'd bring up. Oh, did you change this? When are you changing that? Is this on your list? Like AutoCAD templates, which we don't really use AutoCAD anymore, except rarely, but so that didn't get changed yet. So that was a follow-up. It was more little tweaky things and more concern, like how do I import my new template? So lots of IT and technical classes, as well as the how to, what our voice is and how to speak to the brand. So it was, it was fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it sounds like you guys had a pretty comprehensive plan and approach to the rebrand to not leave a lot of opportunity for um, things to, to surprise you along the way that, that would derail the process. So yeah, kudos on that. And I, I know Lori, you talked about it and many of our 
vistage meetings of how it was progressing and, and the fact that you guys um, had approached it very diligently and and kudos because I think that's where many do get tripped up with a rebrand is they think that it's it's just window dressing and they don't think about the implementation pieces of it and and those things of, of where you know the, the the brand sort of interacts and inter interfaces you know with team members and with clients and and so your comprehensive approach to it uh, congratulations because I've seen that that uh, get discounted and for it to not go off very well because so many things you know were were unaddressed and unaccounted for but you guys really approached it in, in a very comprehensive way and so um, hats off to you really well done thank you thanks we feel good about it for sure well, I, I think it's important to run it like any project sorry yeah no I think that's well said I think it's it's a project right that that often doesn't get treated like a project it gets treated it gets treated as a design exercise right oh we're going to come up with you know some new words and we're going to come up with a new logo and we're going to come up with you know with a new visual representation of the company and there's very little thought to the actual implementation execution of it and and how it how it impacts things and and i think the fact that you guys approached it not just as a design project and not just as a visual project, but as a more comprehensive project. That's, I think, why you were able to pull it off, you know, in, in, a, in a pretty systematic manner, because it often is just treated as a design project. Yeah, I like how you said that, Ryan, because it is so much more than a, an updated photo or an updated logo. It's making sure that it connects back to what we do as a firm and connects to our people who know us internally and externally. So we wanted to make sure that story was still there. So I think that's spot on, you know, it's more than just an updated logo mark. Um, it's a story, it's a new story for us also. Lori, Alicia, thank you for the conversation. If you are a firm out there thinking of rebranding, MA Design uh, is a great playbook, an example of how to do it well uh, and how to do it successfully. And if you want to learn more about MA Design you can visit them at Design with MA. And if you're looking for a gift bag, more importantly, Lori B at designwithma.com. Lori, Alicia, thank you very much for the conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Mid-Market Growth Podcast from AWH. This is Ryan Frederick, and we will see you next time.